Welcome to Wanjasiti. My name is Wanjasiti, and here at Wanjasiti, we have more than audacity. We ask, we learn, we read, we grow, we go out and shine. Wanjasiti. You are now on board a new and refreshing tour of revelatory proportion. This is a journey through the book of Revelation in the Bible. For the next few episodes, we'll consider a revelation a chapter and hereby call in our own phrase. A revelation a day gives the darkness away. Welcome to the Revelation Tour, courtesy of Wanjasiti. There are people who seem to have an aversion to reading or even hearing what the book of Revelation has to say. This is perhaps due to previous encounters of a scary nature as narrated by others. It's true, the book has many difficult symbols that are understandably discomforting, even downright frightening. The key in reading this book, and I mean the Bible, is to come with an open mind and heart, asking for the Holy Spirit to shed light on it. Knowing that God is a loving God who desires only the best for his children is very comforting for the child of God. As we know, there is no condemnation in Christ. As long as we keep in mind, and here I'm already revealing open secrets from Revelation, God wins, Christ wins, God's children win too. About five years ago, I did a study of the book of Revelation as part of the International Bible Study Fellowship, otherwise commonly known as BSF. I found it so refreshing. The trepidation that usually accompanied the mention of this book dissolved. One of the very first principles I learned during the study was this. The book of Revelation is more about Jesus than interpreting symbols, events, and timelines. This helped put into context the book, and by the end of the book, what I took away was Jesus is at the center of it all, and he wins. He defeats Satan, vindicates God's people. So if we begin by focusing on the truth, who is Jesus, and not obsessing on details, this prophecy will become clear. Actually, prophecy is only clear when it is fulfilled. So all the confusion as to what certain symbols represent and the specific timelines in the book will clear away because, again, as I learned in that BSF class five years ago, this book is more about Jesus than symbols, events, and timelines. I decided to begin this series today. Little did I know that my Bible in one year 2020, version reading plan, with Nikki Gamble, would also, as it turns out, have the day's New Testament reading from Revelation 1. Look at that. Look at God. Look how he works in mysterious ways to bring light. So in today's Bible in One Year devotional, the title is fittingly Unlocking Revelation. Nikki Gamble, who pens this devotional, does a lovely job simplifying what revelation means from the Greek. He says that the use of the word apocalypse is based on the popular misunderstanding of the word as destruction. Isn't that how most of us view the book anyway? Anytime we hear revelation, we think apocalypse and then on to destruction. I mean, just look at all those apocalyptic movies. So Nikki goes on to say that revelation actually means disclosure, that the veil is taken off and the mystery is unlocked in the book of Revelation. Jesus gives this revelation. And secondly, he's also the revelation. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I find it to be so awesome. From the get-go, let me clarify that I am not a theologian or a Bible expert or anything like that. I simply read the Bible and then I ask the Holy Spirit for help in understanding it. 
As I've mentioned above, and as you can tell, I also refer to teachings from better informed sources. Ultimately, though, there is no substitute for knowing the word yourself. Just take it and read. That alone is a huge privilege. There are those who can't. They can't read as they're illiterate, or they can't because they lack access. That the freedom may have been curtailed, or they may not even be aware the book exists to begin with. So the simple act of picking up the Bible, and in this case the specific book of Revelation, is a great privilege, an honor. Let's not waste it. As Nikki Gamble of Bible in One Year observes, and as indeed verse 3 of the book says, this particular book of the Bible, the very last one in it, is the only one where we are told that whoever reads the words of this prophecy is blessed. Mm, talk about saving the best for last. That there's a blessing in just reading the book. Actually, it goes further to state that blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart. Take to heart what is written in it because the time is near. Wow. By simply reading or hearing Revelation, you are blessed. I encourage you to take up the book and confirm this. And what a great way to start. In this first episode of Revelation, we will consider chapter 1 of the book. My plan is to pick up at least one revelation, disclosure, or light per chapter that comes to me and to share it because as we've agreed, a revelation a day keeps the darkness away. As such, I will not be doing an in-depth analysis of the book. I would be out of my depth even attempting that feat. In summary, and by way of introduction to the book, it is a revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave to show his servants what must soon take place. Of course, soon to God and us is a topic that I shall not get into. This revelation God made known to John by sending an, an angel. Now, this John is the author and he testifies to everything he saw. He says that it is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. It is not just John's testimony, but that of Jesus Christ. And then verse 3 comes in and says what we've already mentioned before. And I'm quoting the new international version blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart and take to heart what is written in it because the time is near end quote john the author tells us he was on the island of patmos on the lord's day when he was taken in when he was in the spirit and then he heard behind him a loud voice like a trumpet that basically told him to write what he saw and send it to the seven churches we will see more about the seven churches as we go along. What John saw when he turned around to see the voice speaking to him was tr truly just awesome. He saw seven golden lampstands. Among them was one like a son of man who held in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. Yeah, John basically saw Jesus in his awesome glory. Verses 13 to 16 describe him brilliantly. So brilliantly that John fell at his feet as though dead. Dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet with a golden sash round his chest. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. Brilliant! 
So John fell at his feet, and then the one, like a son of man, placed his right hand on John and told him not to be afraid. In verse 17 to 18, we find him say, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and hate. Then he told John to write what he had seen and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars in his right hand is that they are the seven angels or messengers to the seven churches. And then the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So John saw and wrote for us to read, hear, and know what is to happen. For us to take to heart what is written because the time is near. And here we are in chapter 1 of Revelation, meeting the Revelation himself, Jesus Christ, in brilliant awesomeness, addressing the churches, addressing us. And I would wager assuring us, as he did John, not to be afraid. Him who is, quote, the Alpha and Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty, end quote, verse 8. Therefore, beloved, do not be afraid. The I am, the Almighty says, be blessed as you read, as you hear, as you take to heart what Revelation has for us. This has been episode one of Revelation on Wanjacity, where we look unto the light, unto the revelation that vanquishes the darkness. Join me in the next episode for another revelation that keeps the darkness away. And remember, you are like a city on a hill. Your light cannot be hidden. It cannot. So go forth and shine.